Welcome to The Bull and the Bear, a money and markets podcast. We give you the advice you need to know to make investing safe and profitable. With The Bull and the Bear podcast, you'll get exclusive access to some of the top thinkers, analysts, advisors, and gurus in the investment business. And now for your hosts, Matt Clark and Charles Sizemore. Hello, everyone. Matt Clark, research analyst for Money Markets here at your weekly Bull and the Bear podcast. If you are not already, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can find uh, great new features with Chief Investment Strategist Adam uh, O'Dell, as well as Greens and Fortunes co-editor Charles Sizemore and myself each and every week. If you are on our YouTube page, make sure you hit that subscribe button and mash that notification bell. You get notified every time we post a new video. If you're not, if you listen to this as a traditional podcast, that is great. If you want to join our YouTube community, you certainly can. Just go over to YouTube.com, type in Money and Markets. We've got the green bull and bear logo. Find us there and then just uh, follow the same steps. Hit that, uh, hit that subscribe button, match that notification bell. You are good to go. And now on with today's podcast, the video game industry has become a billion dollar business around the world, not just here in the US, but around the world. And thanks to COVID-19's lockdowns uh, from 2020, uh, we've invested more and more money uh, into, into buying video games than we ever have before. Uh, basically, we were locked down in our homes, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't do anything. We are looking for a way to cure cabin fever, which we all get. Uh, and, and basically, this quarantining in our homes caused us to just, we were really just looking for something to do. And, you know, video games were, were a very easy way to kind of help solve that. Uh, and as we enter the holiday season, uh, the thirst for video games, consoles and accessories, especially if you're looking for a PlayStation 5 or one of the new Xboxes, uh, you know, that is only going to ramp up. So today, I'm actually not going to share with you a prime stock in the video game industry that you should buy. Instead, I'm gonna tell you about a video game giant that is one you should sell. And it's due to its downward stock trajectory and its underperformance compared to the rest of the industry. Of the industry. So first I'll start with where video game companies are today and where they're projected to go in the future. From 2010 to 2020, video game software publishing companies did very well for themselves. They made a lot of money in 20, because in 2010, those companies raked in about $10.1 billion in total sales in the US. That jumped to more than $25.3 billion in a decade. That's 150% jump in revenue in just 10 years. And that's just in the U.S. alone. That doesn't count anywhere else. Now, granted, the U.S. is probably one of the bigger markets, uh, but you also have to factor in China uh, as well as Europe being very big players and, and big revenue producers for video game companies as well. Now, needless to say here, the video game industry has flourished. It has done very, very well. By the end of this year, uh, total revenue just in the U.S., is expected to top $26.3 billion. It's a 3% top off from 2020, and that will set another revenue record for companies based on U.S. sales. And that even includes the fact that PlayStation 5s, uh, brand new Xboxes, and all these new consoles are very hard to come by because of the chip shortage, but people are still buying video games. Uh, now, there's one well-known video game company producer that's faced some significant struggles over the last year. Activision Blizzard Incorporated, which trades on the NASDAQ under ATVI, is a California-based video game developer that is producing really big names that, that you've undoubtedly heard of. Call of Duty, uh, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, if you're a mobile fan, Candy Crush. Um, however, last week, the company released some very crushing news, no pun intended, um, that uh, the next installments of two of those massive franchises were going to be delayed in releasing their next titles. Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 uh, will launch much later than planned. Uh, in fact, company insiders have not even given an estimate 
in terms of when the release dates for those games are going to be. And that signals uh, to investors the potential for significant delays. If you can't say, well, we're going to be out a month or we're going to be out in two months, that means you have no idea when you're going to be out. You are experiencing some problems. Now, following the announcement, Activision stock price dropped more than 13% and has now returned a negative 10% in total returns over the last 12 months. The broader software industry has returned more than 50% to the good during that same time. That's a 60% swing against Activision. Now, what's more is now the stock is trading $10 below its 50-day moving, simple moving average, which is kind of a bearish signal for the stock. And we can look even deeper into the struggles the company has faced to go and see that, that goes well beyond just the delay in two title releases. Now, for this analysis, we can look at two fundamental pieces of data. The first is quarterly net revenue, or basically the amount of profit that a company has brought in each quarter. From a high of $2.41 billion in the fourth quarter of 2020, the company's quarterly revenue has dropped to right around $2 billion in the third quarter of 2021. That's a 17% drop-off in, uh, in, in, in net revenue to the company each quarter. Then we can look at net bookings. Now, this is a little bit different. It's a key metric for gaming companies that includes the amount of products and services sold digitally and physically. Because you'll see, you can buy a lot of video games digitally through the PlayStation Store, uh, through, uh, you know, through whatever the store is, an Xbox, things like that. You can buy them that way instead of just going to the store and buying the title, getting the disc, and loading it up. So you have to kind of look at both ends of those, uh, of those sales points to get more of an accurate, uh, an accurate view of how a video com game uh, software company performs. So now Activision reported a high of just over $3 billion in net bookings for the fourth quarter of 2020. That was great. Uh, again, you had holiday sales, you had COVID sales, uh, and you had all sorts of good things really forming a nice, uh, a nice bit of frothiness for Activision's total net bookings. However, that has dropped to only $1.8 billion for the third quarter of 2021. That's a 39% decline in less than a year in total net booking. So the year-over-year -year changes in net revenue, net booking, have also dropped. They were a high of around 50%. Back in September of 2020, now uh, the percentage year-over-year -year change in both net bookings and net revenue, only around 6%. It indicates that both revenue and booking growth is significantly slowing down for Activision Blizzard. Now, in their most recent quarterly report, to tack on to that, numbers came in ahead of expectations, which is good. However, outlook for the fourth quarter and the full year of 2021 were below expectations. The company is, is turning down uh, you know, the volume on what its full year and what its fourth quarter is going to look like. And we're talking about the holiday season. Activision Blizzard reports its fourth quarter in February of 2022. So that's going to include some holiday numbers. They are projecting lower than expected numbers sales-wise uh, over the holiday season. That's not good, especially not for a video game company in, a, in an atmosphere where video games are really taking off. Video games, consoles, and accessories are, are taking off. Now, I can also look at our proprietary green zone ranking system, and it tracks with the trends that we're seeing. Activision Blizzard uh, rates a 46 overall, which is a neutral outlook for us. Uh, we expect the stock to be relatively in line with the broader market over the next 12 months, but its momentum rating is a bit of a concern. It's the bottom third of all companies that we rate, and its volatility is also in the mid-range, which is indicating of a more volatile stock than we like to see. However, stacking up the trends, uh, of lower than expected bookings and revenue, along with weaker forward projections, and you've got a green zone rating that isn't really that great. Uh, I think this is a, a bit more of a bullish look uh, for ATVI than, than what ATVI actually warrants. I think the outlook is a little more bearish 
than what you're seeing. And I think ATVI continues to trend down, especially taking into account the delays of those two big titles. Uh, and this means sales of the holiday season are going to be lost. If those titles are released at a time when economic pressures are pushing consumers out of discretionary spending, it's going to be very, very rough waters for Activision. I think the games are great. I, again, I don't have an issue with the company, and I think the games are fantastic. Um, but and, and that, it's all taking into account the fact that I'm not a great gamer because I don't have the uh, requisite uh, thumb movement that is required to make those games really operate. But if you're holding the stock, uh, now would be a good time to sell either part or all of your position. Now, last week's poll question I want to get into, we talked about Facebook Incorporated trades on the NASDAQ and your FB. It doesn't trade on Facebook anymore. Um, the company uh, recently elected to change its name to Meta Platforms Incorporated. Same ticker, same FB ticker, just now it's known as Meta Platforms. So we want to know what you thought the name change was going to have on the company's kind of relatively tarnished image uh, right now, especially in, in relation to all the whistleblower reports that come out about company culture and uh, overlooking algorithms and things like that. It was a close split, really, interestingly enough. 36% of those polls suggested the change would actually have a positive impact on the company's image and the stock would rise in coming years. Another 32% of you said the change isn't going to have any impact at all. Facebook needs to stick to really working on that image. While the same, another 32% said the change was actually going to make things worse for the company uh, and that Mark Zuckerberg really has no substantive solution uh, to Facebook's problem. We also asked for your insight into Facebook and the name change. Michael commented on uh, YouTube, said Facebook has shown its colors. People are rejecting it. No way does this name change change the outcome. And then Chan responded by saying Facebook has uh, a unique trade name and value. Metaverse sounds awkward. I kind of agree with that. Uh, the name change could be the beginning of going downhill for Facebook. Uh, as has been said, your name is your fate. And that could very well be valid. Uh, as of this recording, Meta Platforms is down 1.5% on the day. It's trading down 13.5% off its 52-week high set earlier in September. Thank you to everyone who did comment and vote on our poll. We do them every week, so make sure you check back. On our, on, our, on our page on YouTube uh, and our community section uh, to uh, vote and uh, let your voice be heard uh, on, uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, we do them every week, so uh, they're very easy to find. Click the community tab and you'll find them very easy. If you do have a particular stock or a sector that you'd like myself or Adam or Charles to take a look at, we would love to do that. Email us, feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. That email address will flash down below, feedback at moneyandmarkets.com. Uh, or you can post down below here on YouTube. We love that as well. If we do use your uh, question or maybe you're getting creative and you decide you want to make a video, send the video of you asking the question and then we can stitch that in together and we kind of have a little duet there. That would be great. We would love to do that. Uh, if you do that and we use it, we are going to send you some very cool money in markets gear, including a t-shirt just like this. Uh, very comfy, by the way. I'm very picky about my shirts. Uh, this one is, is extremely nice. So send those questions in, feedback at moneymarkets.com or comment down below here on YouTube. Send us a video. We'd love that. Uh, love to see videos. Uh, whether it be maybe a testimonial of, uh, of how you're doing, or maybe you have a question, we'd love to see that. Just send an MP4 uh, or an MOV file, and we would love to check that out. Also, head over to moneymarkets.com. That is the mothership. You can sign up for our free daily e-letter. Uh, in it, we provide you safe, sound, smart, simple, profitable investment information for your portfolio from myself, from Adam O'Dell, Charles Sizemore, a lot of other people getting involved there. We want to make sure we are providing you the best information for your portfolio that you can use to grow your profits. Until next time, this is Money Markets Research Analyst and host of the Boulder Air Podcast, Matt Clark, wishing everyone safe trading. You've been listening to The Bull and the Bear, a Money and Markets podcast. Tune in each week to hear insights on how to make investing safe and profitable for you. 